Hello, and I'd like to extend a warm cringe evangelical welcome to you all. Um, I haven't been doing anything for the past couple weeks. It was my birthday. I went out of town with some friends from undergrad. I uh, did a little glass sculpting for my birthday, which was really fun. Um, and yeah, that's where I've been at. Um, we had a good time. We watched a lot of YouTube um, and just sort of hung out and was like calm and didn't have work for a while and it was great so um highly recommend doing that to everyone who is able to um but today we are gonna do another halloween special we're gonna plan a christian halloween party um i have consulted all of the up-to-date mommy blogs um I have gone on church websites, Christian school websites. I have seen all the ways that we can make ourselves a great Christ-centered Halloween party or Reformation Day, if that's where you want to take it. Anyway, we're about to uh, learn ourselves some things about Halloween and how it's okay if you make it all about God and about nothing that Halloween's actually about. So uh, without further ado, let's play a little intro music and then we will get into it. Okay, so we are about to set the scene for Christian Halloween. I know we discussed this prior. We we knew that was a teaser going in. Um, we know that in the past, you know, there were entire towns that banned Halloween. There was a lot of like anti-Halloween sentiment. Now with the magic uh, invention of trunk or treat and the ability for Christians to make the entire hol- holiday all about them and following their religion and using trunk or treat to pass out tracks and get people in your church. Now it's magically one of the best holidays on earth. It's so amazing and incredible how we can, you know, use this old practice that's not satanic at all to uh, get people into church. So, you know, that they truly uh, were really thinking in a very, uh, you know, I'm sure it's super like not money oriented and like very Christian way when they were like dreaming up their change on this stance and totally like went into theological reasoning and didn't just make it up as they went along. Anyway, that's all my snark to say that there's a history here. Um, Churches have taken a hard flip from just doing like a fall festival, which I think in the South is probably more popular in the North. We've moved past that a little bit. Um, We also have different weather, so it it can be snowing on Halloween, at least where I'm at. But um, Halloween has now become like, we're going to do trick-or-treating at our church and like pass out tracks or do like reverse trick-or-treating, which is something that was becoming popular when I was in youth group. Um, So we went from like no Halloween to like little bits where it was like almost Halloween protest. And now we're like, I don't want to say embracing it because most Christians still would not like allow their kids to dress up as like, I don't know, like Leatherface or something. But uh, we've definitely changed our tune a little bit. And um, I think some Christians are even seeing what is frankly Christo-fascist ideals in some horror movies and like that. Um, Because even though, you know, for example, I love like the Conjuring series and the Conjuring universe, they do push the idea that like the only thing that can stop a demon is specifically Christianity and nothing else can, which is interesting because technically in every religion, there's sort of a, a... uh, evil force that plays the role of like our version of demons um, in some respects. So anyway, just interesting thought, interesting note. Um, I was not allowed to go trick-or-treating as a kid. I also did live in a town that had more cows than people. So it wasn't like I like looked outside and like mournfully watched children. I looked outside and saw a, an entire cornfield on Halloween. So it wasn't like the most upsetting thing. But uh, they like we were explicitly not allowed to do that. Um, I think I've said before, like my mom still let us dress up as like princesses or like superheroes and stuff. And then like, I don't know, we just sat around her house and ate candy. So I think that was exceptionally better. But we weren't allowed to watch horror. My parents still don't really like horror. Um, it's just not their thing anyway. But yeah, so I grew up that way. Obviously, things have changed. My mom, like, feels a lot of guilt for not letting us do trick-or-treating um which fine I just don't really see why she like yeah like it was her decision but I think she's more mad because churches are doing like trunk or treating stuff now um and yeah she just feels like 
they change the rules because, like, for example, you'll see rules change when, like, the pastor has grandkids or something. So she was just pissy about that. But anyway, I do want to point that out before we get into it. While we create our Christian Halloween party, um, we're embracing it now, but in a special Christian way. Um, pretty soon we're going to have, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season during Halloween. I'm certain of it. You know, we'll take any holiday, make it all about us, or we'll take any holiday that is about us, make it super mainstream and make it a commercial nightmare, which Christians do love to do. So all that to say, let's, uh, let's get a Christian party going. So before we can host our Christian Halloween party, um, we have to see if we are still allowed to call it Halloween. We might have to give it a different name. We might have to call it All Saints Day Eve or actually call it All Hallows Eve. Um, some Christians are now changing the history to where Halloween is actually a Christian practice that was meant to make fun of pagans. I'm not going on a deep dive enough to see if that's true. It sounds really made up and fake, to be honest. Um... But it could be true. I don't know. Who knows when history is coming from a fundamentalist Christian's mouth? What actually happened? But that's that's like the new push I'm seeing is that Halloween was actually like a protest of pagans and their cults and Samhain or whatever. Anyway, so we're here and we're, we're asking, is it a sin to celebrate Halloween? It's It's written just like that. Every single blog you come across. We have to ask that question first. It says... Well, no, of course it isn't. We live by grace and have free will to make up our own minds on these matters influenced by the Bible. So this person, you guys are going to love this, is again, not from the United States. They're from the United Kingdom. And what happened is, uh, based on what they're they're saying, is that... um, they saw Americans apparently going, you know, balls to the walls on fall festivals and got really sad and jealous and decided that they wanted uh, American Halloween or American Christian Halloween, which is apparently not as dark or scary. Okay. Um, so this person's British. Again, I've said many times before, it always drives me up a wall when I see all this British content, because I was always told that there are no Christian British people. They do exist anyway. So this person has a, they figured out Halloween. If you're Brit, oh, I'm getting ads for a Highland cow doll. Anyway, um, so this person says that if you're celebrating and enjoying the scary, then that's the sinful way to ha- celebrate Halloween. So if you enjoy the scary part and if you enjoy the blood and gore, you are sinning. So raise your hand if you're a sinner with me. Um, so what you need to be doing is mocking it. So you should mock the evil, dark stuff and mock it because God has overcome it. And you should just celebrate Halloween by laughing in evil's face and mocking it out and dressing as it as a silly little goose because God's already got it covered in Terrasante. So that's what we got to do. We have to we have to change our mindset. We aren't celebrating Halloween. We're mocking Halloween. It's fine now, guys. Um this person does believe, however, that some of the weird stuff of Halloween was sent by the devil personally to wreak havoc in our lives. Where is she from? I want to know. Because, like, I can hear, like, someone from Tennessee being like, and God sent Joe Biden to wreak havoc on this Halloween. Like, I want to see if they talk like that, too. Um, wow, they won't give me a place. Just that they're in England. Whatever. Okay, so. Oh, because I do want to see. I, I'm curious, the more I get into this, um, if there's, like, a certain region of England where there tends to be evangelical pockets. And that's what I'm running into. This is crazy, though. Oh, she's a British woman with four kids. Wow. I don't see that often. Okay. Um, she did this to improve her marriage. She's writing mommy blogs about Halloween to improve her marriage. She's in New York. Yeah, it does seem to be central England where everybody kind of. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, she, you know what? I'm going to give this mommy blogger props. She gave her kids fake names uh, for the blog so that she doesn't dox them. But, oh no, the pictures, the kids' heads are down. You know what? I'm going to give it to her. That's got to be the British and her. Americans are cutthroat when they're exploiting their children for content. Okay, let's scroll down back to how we're celebrating Halloween. We're doing it British. This is British accent Christian Halloween. Um, Let's see. Just I'm also noting that. So if the mom comes out with this like unhinged food item, not America. Um, Parp. Parp. Carve pumpkins into hope-filled shapes and words. Carve the word hope or light into a pumpkin. Now you can have your Christian moment. Oh my god. Stories of the saints by candlelight. Modern Halloween has its roots in festivals. One of them is All Hallows' Eve. When we traditionally celebrate the saints who have died before us, a lovely way to mark this is by reading their stories over candlelight. Okay. This is not sounding like oh so much American fun, I can tell you that. Harvest feast and collection? Thanksgiving party? Oh, because they're British. <laughs> they don't get it. <laughs> they're going to celebrate Thanksgiving on Halloween. That's good. That's quality. I like that a lot. I like too the idea of this British woman being like, I'm so British and Christian. I'm going to celebrate Thanksgiving, which is ultimately like in the American mythos uh, sort of is a holiday celebrating a bunch of British people being pissy with the government and coming to America in like, quote unquote, having dinner with the indigenous, which I mean, whatever. But interesting a british woman's like i think we should celebrate the the british treason folk and their fun party with turkeys and indigenous people quality i love that yeah you can dress up and have food i like the idea of british people dressing up as like the people that yeeted out the earliest that's great wow I don't even think she knows what she's writing. Like, we can dress up as the pilgrims. Like, yeah. What's happening? Okay, so she has traditional games like apple bobbing, donuts on a string. But these will be difficult during COVID. Yeah, I would say that sticking your mouth in a giant vat of water while a global pandemic rages is generally not something we plan to do. But God's got her, so... She did say she's doing this American style. So, I mean, we didn't give a shit, but dress up and act out a scary story from the Bible or a dark one. Ideas include the 10 plagues of Egypt, the writing on the wall, sending out demons in, into the herd of pigs, and the valley of dry bones. You can create a light box. You can create a light den. What does this have to do with Halloween? Dress up and make and buy treats to hand out. That is just celebrating Halloween. How is that? that we're going to make Christian Halloween. What we're going to do is we're going to dress up our kids and then hand out treats and go get them. It'll be so different than the secular kids because we will do it Christianly. Like, what what's happening? What are you doing? What's, what's going on? Mrs. York, England. I can't think of her name now. What are you doing? Take part in a pumpkin trail. Is that like, I'm so sorry, like in, in the U.S., like everyone just goes to a pumpkin patch. Like that's not, is that like out of the ordinary? Like would you have to think of that? Like to us, that's like one of the like slap you in the face ones. Oh, just draw and print out a picture of a pumpkin. They have, no, they have pumpkins over there. You could then take a walk around your neighborhood and spot other pumpkins or pumpkin pictures in window. Wait, they don't have patches? So this woman's just walking around York and being like, look, kids, a pumpkin. Isn't this better than Halloween? Look, kids, a pumpkin made of paper. Isn't this better than Halloween? Like, what's happening? Okay. Let's continue on. Worship songs about victory over death. Grab your family and sing worship songs about victory after, you know what? Yeah, that's okay with me. She gives us some some options. 
I think I'm good there. Um, make a fear-free banner, and then you will put on verses about being free of fear because you are a Christian and mocking out Satan. I hope that this has given you a few Christian Halloween ideas. I mean, she set up the the tone. I definitely think if I'm having a Christian Halloween party, like we're, we're hosting this, we're doing it together. We're definitely going to have the worship songs about victory over death. That's super cringy. That's super horrifying. I like the idea of stumbling around your neighborhood, just pointing out pumpkins like, okay, could you think of anything like less fun and interesting? And it's like, these are kids. And I think my all-time favorite is when she suggested it. When she suggested we could just like dress up and make treats to hand out. Thank you. That was Mrs. York, England. No name. And her kids' names were all made up. They were all just animal names. So... That's our first option. Now, we should see how the Americans are doing it because she has told us that she got her ideas from all of us genius American crazy Christian moms. And she's here to take it. So let's see. Let's go to the origin. Let's see where she got it. Oh, the pumpkin patch parable. We made a book about it. You know, I don't even want to know what that's about. This person is saying how we celebrate as Christians. So she's just giving an example. She's talking about how it's a cause for debate. I've talked about this. Um, This mom says she's quite disturbed by many of the morbid and dark decorations and costumes that appear in stores because of Halloween. But it can be a great time to love on people in our communities. Instead of completely hiding from this darkness, we can find ways to shine light of Jesus during this time. Nice. So she wants you to buy this pumpkin patch parable book. You're going to read it with your family because it tells the story of a farmer who takes a pumpkin and turns it into a beautiful sight shining within. And then what you're going to do is take some glow sticks with your favorite Bible verses and attach them to some pumpkins. And then you will. Oh, no, 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 no. You. Okay, I misread that. You the pumpkins, you're you're just going to have pumpkins. We're not doing anything with them, though. But you will have glow sticks and you will put Bible verses on the glow sticks. And then you will hand out the Bible verse glow sticks to all of the angry children who wanted candy in your neighborhood. Okay, that's what she does. She also goes to Trunk or Treat, which is just everybody um, goes to a giant church parking lot and has their cars just decked out for Halloween. But I I like this woman. Um... She lets her kids dress up as Iron Man and Hulk. Good for her. I mean, she says that they're not dark. They are showing light in the darkness. So thank you, Marvel gods, for being allowed. I really like this woman uh, handing out the glow sticks. The light in the darkness glow sticks with Bible verses. That's 10 out of 10 content. I love that. Definitely doing that. So, so far, Christian Halloween, we are singing songs about victory over death we are doing this um weird light stick thing uh we're trying to help british people realize that when we say we go pumpkin patch we mean a pumpkin patch and not just your your local streets um i actually think british people know that i think this british mom was just crazy but um now we have halloween as a ministry opportunity we're not just singing songs we're not just stumbling around our neighborhood looking at pumpkins and pointing to them we're now making it a whole ministry. So this is by Brittany, who has five creative ideas to minister to people who are dead in their sin. It's <laughs> mm. So uh, again, every single one, should we celebrate Halloween? This is a debate. Let's talk about it. Every single one. You would think after, like, how many years they'd finally realize, like, no one's burned alive during Halloween. We're fine. This person says, we've all been asking the wrong question. It's not, should we use this day to the glory and honor of God? It should be, how can we use Halloween as a ministry opportunity to better reach a world in need? Because the truth is, it's not like we can just pretend the day doesn't exist. Just stay in bed, hide under the covers, and refuse to come out until the calendar reads November 1st. They act like you come out on Halloween and like the town is just dripping with like Satan worshipers. Like most of the time in Halloween, the only reason I know it's Halloween is there might be like extra candy at the bank, you know, like what the hell is happening here? Anyway, so we as Christians have a choice. Now, everyone, you know, it's time to we need to think about the choices. 
I think we need to discern the comments and the questions I'm about to ask while we plan this um, Christian Halloween party. So here's our here's what we need to really like ponder and discern. Do we stay quiet and just go on with our day as though it's just another day? Or are we loud and vocal about how evil the day is and how everyone who participates in it is a horrible sinner? Or do we find ways to be the salt and light in the midst of a dark, dark world? She said she doesn't even care if you celebrate Halloween. She sees both sides, but she thinks you should do it in a God-honoring way. So we're going to find out how to celebrate Halloween, not in just a way that's Christian. It's now God-honoring and it's a ministry. Hells yeah. All right. Numero uno. Dress up as a Bible figure. This was actually mentioned when I interviewed G about hell houses. And yes, the Bible figure concept as your Halloween concept is a huge one. I remember kids who used to do this. I know a lot of parents loved it because it's cheap, because especially if you have like a male child, you can basically just buy them like a shepherd outfit and they can be like 25 different Bible characters each year, just changing the name and maybe like a little bit about your face or something. All I'm saying, parents love it. And I'm not against if you want to dress up as a Bible character, like have at it if that's truly what you want. But I don't, I feel like the idea of kids feeling um, like they have to be that is kind of crazy. Let's see, what does this person say? You can be Jesus, Joseph, or Mary. You can be an angel, wise man, or king. You can be a shepherd or sheep. You can be the Holy Spirit and then be a ghost costume with extra holes. You can be Noah's Ark and then dress up all of your kids as the different animals. Ooh, that goes good for like the homeschool family of a hundred. I like how they know their audience right there. Just dress all the kids up as the animals. Be one of the 10 plagues. The possibilities are endless. You can invite new families to your church trunk, trunk or treating and stop sticking too close to your own Christian bubble. I'm sure your unchristian neighbors really can't wait to get their not candy and just a bunch of tracks at Trunk or Treat. You can pass out Christian goodies. Oh, I mm, made her say it. You can pass out Christian goodies to trick-or-treaters. Ooh, this sounds promising. So we can hand out a few tasteful tracks as well. Oh, my God. You should have kid-friendly ones. Uh, this person does mention that handing out tracks isn't the best, but it beats not saying anything at all. Ugh. She's got Christian stickers, pencils, little games or books. You know what? I think my Christian Halloween party will definitely have stickers, pencils, and little games or books. I mean, what would be a Halloween party if I didn't have a pencil that said God loves me on it? So, Oh, this person says you better give candy with the tracks. Good for her. She knows. She knows. She's like, listen, do you want them to come to the church? Give them a Snickers with it. All right. Teach your children about the darkness. Happy Halloween. I'm about to tell you about the darkness. We need to talk to our kids about the devil, demons, spiritual warfare, sin, and all that at some point. And Halloween is the perfect time to do it. Don't read Sleepy Hollow or Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde this Halloween. Sit your kid down and tell him about how Satan wants to send him right to hell and how you're in a giant war with his demons every day based on your uh, your belief. And you will. Wowzers. Yeah, I love that. I like I like the parents like just breaking down the entire self-esteem of those children. Happy Halloween. Um. And then you also will tell your younger kids that ghosts and goblins aren't real because God will save them, but that there are bad things out there in the world. Oh, no, this person is, I'm going to be honest, this person's now totally suggesting going to hell houses or judgment houses, as they are now called as well. So she's immediately canceled because anyone who thinks your child should go to that is horrifying. The last one is get to know your neighbors. I like how <laughs> I've noticed this with like super, super, super fundamentalist. Like I'm talking like Duggar level and beyond Christians that like they'll always have a tip that's like a basic fact for like normal people. That's like how to socialize because most of these people were so like repressed and like not allowed in normal circles. They have to be like taught things. And this one's just get to know your neighbors. It's like, if you go up to know your neighbors, you know, you should like say hi and like offer like, yeah, like everyone knows that because they were like born and participate in society. Like it's crazy. You could have a 
gospel Halloween night where you share the gospel with all your neighbors. So after you just get to know these people because your social skills are in the, you know, in the tubes, you can just jump the gospel on them. Can you imagine going to a Halloween party? You're like dressed up as Dracula and your neighbors jump on you that like they're about to force you into Christianity. I love it. I would pay money to see the look on those poor, those poor, poor people's faces. Halloween evangelism. I love this. Halloween is the one night when people come up to your doors and ask you for a blessing. That's a way to look at trick-or-treating. How can we ignore our call to share the good news on a night like this? On the other hand, are we called to disappoint kids by handing out tracts instead of candy? Should we hold them hostage while we make a gospel presentation? I'm scared. Mm-mm-mm. So, this person is a Christian who loves the Bible and Reformed theology. They do think Halloween's a time for kids to dress up and get candy. And he thinks that God calls us to love all our neighbors. They also won't shame anyone who's gifted at street door-to-door witnessing, but they're not doing it. I love that. I like how they're just like, I mean, if you're good at it, good for you, but I'm out. Like, good for you, random Christian blogger. This person is a, in a regular old suburban neighborhood. They'd like you to know. Um, and they are saying Christians should celebrate Halloween, but not the witchy horror side of Halloween. And that's exactly as they said it. They said that we should just celebrate the good stuff. Avoid nasty, weird, gory, dynamic, dynamic, demonic stuff. There's plenty of that around. And the Bible is clear that it's real. To me, this seems like good basic wisdom. So this person says what they want to do. They give you some books you can read about being a Christian during Halloween, which the fact that people have written full-blown adult books about this, unhinged. Unhinged. But let's see, he's got 13 things for us. This might be the last one, end on a solid 13. That's Halloween's favorite number. I also have a showing up for racial justice meeting in five minutes, and I'm presenting about the commissioner of mental health in Erie County. So I am trying to wrap up soon. Um, But anyway, what I'm saying is this. You want to do these 13 things to have the perfect Christian Halloween. One is to just show love. It seems obvious, but sometimes it's important to draw attention to simple ways we can show neighborly love. Again, again, telling people how to just function. Give out surprise bonuses like chalk, slime, or Tamagotchi pets. I want to go to the house giving out Tamagotchi pets. That's awesome. Open the door with a smile. Buy lots of good candy and give it away generously. Ask kids what they are supposed to be. Or better yet, learn what's in this year. What? Like, if I'm an adult and somebody has to tell me to ask a kid what they are for Halloween and, like, interact with them, I failed as an adult, man. Like, that's, like, basic. Make sure your walkway is clean, swept, and well lit. Well, yeah. Like, the fact you're breaking it down like this is crazy. Enjoy getting to know your neighbors. Why is so much of this, like... Like, it just shows me that because you're pushing it this way that, like, Christians don't talk to their neighbors or, like, kind of, like, box them out and there's, like, no relationships. And so because this is so pushed, like, I've never heard someone use... For some reason, my sound stopped. But all I was saying is I've never heard of anyone use Halloween as a way to, like, meet their neighbors for the first time. The best part is once you meet the neighbors, this is what they suggest. That you will... Do your best to remember their names, potentially set up a play date with their children, and then take a little notebook with you to write down their names and where they live. So that you'll have this like freaky deaky little notebook with everybody's name and address so you can go find them and start annoying the piss out of them about God. What is wrong with people? Who would want that? I see you writing down my name and number. I'm calling the police. That is... I I don't call the police. I'm calling... Who do I call? I guess I'll just call God. I'll call somebody, but you I see you doing that. I'm looking, I'm watching you. That's crazy. That's crazy. The next one's go trick-or-treating with a new family. Um, they suggest if you want to get to know a family, just go trick-or-treating with them. I mean, invite yourself. 
The next one we've already done, dress up as a biblical character. This person's, this is their options. Now, this is a person who said no gory, no weird, gross, despairing parts of Halloween. Okay, these are their costume ideas. John the Baptist, never known to be scary, gory, or weary. An angel, try to make it biblically accurate. <laughs> I like how they like so, sort of slapped there. They're like, be a biblically accurate angel. And everyone's like, yes, you were accidentally cool for once. An angel, Noah's Ark, a lamb, a shepherd, the big fish or whale from Jonah, a skeleton. Is that not evil or gory or gross? A doorframe with blood on it. I think they're mentioning because of Moses. Again, it's like, don't be anything gross or gory, but also be a door filled with blood. Unhinged. Spiritual armor. Wear a robe dipped in blood. Again, again, don't be gory. But if it's a Christian robe dipped in Christian blood, then it's fine. Try to pull off whatever Ezekiel saw. Next one's give out tracks. Give out hot coffee for the parents again. Oh, and then they just list other things you can give parents like cider. Or you can grill hot dogs in your driveway. You know what? Halloween, always a backyard barbecue time. Reverse trick-or-treat. I've had to do this before. I was forced to do this in youth group. They wouldn't tell our parents. They'd just be like, we're going out now and we're doing this once they got us to youth group. Um, but what they do is you just put tracks in people's like mailboxes and stuff. Or, or you can go up to their house and give on Halloween celebrate all saints day all right we have our next one this one i think is the meanest one it's a little uh paper like sort of origami-esque pumpkin and it says on the pumpkin is there anything better than candy and if you grew up like me you know where this shit's going so what they do is you open the pumpkin and if you're some poor innocent little child you're thinking yes yes cool special pumpkin candy but no no instead you will open the pumpkin and each part of the little pumpkin paper will have a different step to tell you how to become a christian it will start by telling you there is something much better than candy that's being god's friend by the way if you give my kid a, a thing on halloween that says you know what's better than candy being blank's friend again I don't know who I'm calling, but I'm calling someone because that is crazy. No kid is like, oh, yes, I opened it up and I found out something better than like, no, the kid opened it up, saw no candy and threw it out. Like, come on, come on. So then it says God loves you very much and he wants to be with you, not just here on earth, but forever in heaven as well. They're making God sound like a lacrosse player in college who'd date your daughter and you cry every night about it. Um... And then we have, uh, we cannot be with God because we all have sinned. We have all done things wrong. And then it tells you what sinning is. Then it tells you what Jesus did. Yeah, so it's like the Romans wrote. But I like the beginning where they tell kids, you know what's better than candy? Being God's friend. It won't taste like chocolate. You'll never really know what's going on. And you'll just have to take the adult's word for it. But it's definitely better than candy. Um... It's also from a, oh, I hate this. It's from a Christian ministry called Let the Little Children Come. Really? Really? Okay. The next one is just celebrate Reformation Day, which is inherently stupid to have written because you already wrote All Saints Day. So if you're already celebrating All Saints Day, then you're already on your road to celebrating Reformation Day. The one thing they did say is you could nail the 95 Thesis to your house, which, okay, I guess. I mean, people are just, people are tripping over Christian Halloween. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Um, oh, they also want you to invite your neighbors to this Reformation Day bash so that you can teach them about God. So it's basically a forced evangelism party. Have fun. Also, I like that one because like what kid wants to go to like a freaking like, oh my God. Anyway, it's crazy. Give out stuff throughout the week. The days leading up to Halloween provide plenty of good excuses to give out special treats. Make goodie bags with tracks or personal notes about how Jesus has conquered death to give out at football practice. <laughs> Can you imagine you're like coming up to football? You're like, hey, guys, 
Here's a little post-it note with how Jesus conquered death. Oh, they also have ideas for chess club gymnastics and Girl Scout meetings. Put like a little post-it under the like chess piece. Just says like Jesus loves you. Um, So this is sort of like reverse trick-or-treating to me, but just more weird and uncomfortable and unexpected have a pumpkin carving contest i like how they make that one like not halloween like whatevs i actually think the pumpkin carving might be like the most witchy part of halloween ironically like i'm just realizing some of the stuff they're promoting is like the part that's actually like wicca or like pagan like all the like horror movies and stuff was totally us anyway this guy really wants you to grill hot dogs for your neighbors. He also says, watch Left Behind DVDs as your form of horror movie, which, okay. I think the last one's really special. It's 13. It's evangelize your own kids. Um, So you could just use Halloween to tell your kids about God, which is something you could do any day, but they want you to use uh, Halloween. So that's this person's genius idea. Um, I personally thought this was really funny. I forgot there's one more that's even funnier because what they they do is they list some of the most unhinged activity. Like, I forgot about this one when I was reading this, but there, I mean, banger. There are some banger Halloween content on the internet for Christians. And I would not want you guys to go without. So we're going to keep plugging along. We're going to go to the next one. The Halloween party's not perfect yet. Let's keep going. So let's do, do, do. one oh oh my god they make jack-o'-lanterns at a christian bookstore with crosses on them so yeah you can <laughs> you can buy a trick-or-treat pumpkin like the you know the ones you can get like everywhere with like for trick-or-treating the plastic pumpkins they have those with crosses so they know that when they give you your candy that's a christian kid who's about to chomp down on it um i mean they have holiday Okay, so this is from Kingdom Bloggers. And and like I already kind of went off on the pumpkin thing because it, it, it's really ugly. I'm just going to be real super ugly. Um, So this person says, let's get creative. Get creative in thinking of ways to incorporate Jesus into the different Halloween activities and events that typically happen on this day every year. Not your best byline, but okay. Christian Halloween ideas for trick-or-treaters. This one's very, very kid-oriented. What kid doesn't love going trick-or-treating on Halloween? Not only do they get to dress up, but they get loads of candy and other treats. Yeah, this is... duh. And what other day of the year provides such a huge opportunity to give out candy and let kids know about Jesus? Oh, yeah. Instead of locking your doors and turning off that porch light, welcome the neighborhood kids with these Christian Halloween ideas. So this is specifically how you can evangelize trick-or-treaters, which I don't think we've really done yet. We've kind of touched it. But we haven't done like this person. Her kids aren't touching trick-or-treating. They're staying home as a witness to all the kids showing up to her house. That's her whole plan very exciting stuff so let's see what these poor little kids have to watch other kids get so you can give christian halloween treat bags you can just fill them with sweet treats but if you're crafty you can add a tag that has an encouraging verse of scripture or just jesus loves you on it i think that'll probably like be make or break the kid like they'll see that verse and they're gonna be like christian now it's gonna it, that's gonna change everything she gives you some ideas such as holy ghost cookies to give to the little little minions um, you can do scripture candy, shine for Jesus bookmarks, Christian rubber bracelets. I actually kind of like, um, my brother has like really serious allergies and so he can't eat a lot of chocolate because of that. Um, and I do like the idea of like non-food items, but my brother would be so pissed if he got like a shine for Jesus bookmark. So, um, this woman also says that it's not enough that we are helping the trick-or-treaters by giving them Christian stuff. We must decorate our house so they know that Christians reside here. And this is what she suggests, to stay within the Halloween theme, but to let everyone know, while they're going to rot in hell, you're going to heaven. 
<laughs> These are not just anything. This is a little bit of Jesus for the perfect Christian Halloween. You can make a wooden yard sign in Halloween colors that says the only ghost that lives here is the Holy Ghost that you know of. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, sorry, I pressed my mouth directly into the microphone. It's just crazy. What's wrong with these people? It's time to think of this. Carve pumpkins with a Christian theme, such as the word Jesus or a cross. Yeah, we got that when you made that the picture for your blog. Christian pumpkin yard steaks. I like how she didn't give me an example, so I just have to be creative, I guess. Um, I once considered making my yard look like a cemetery where the tombstones all named things like shame, sin, etc. <laughs> Here's the death to the seven deadly sins. Basically, all the things that we leave behind when we are saved. Then I would add some additional Christian-themed yard signs. How cool would that be? Oh, so you should just writing the Holy Ghost lives here. She really likes that. She came up with that and was like, I'll make this my entire personality. Um, here's her costume ideas. She's like, listen, we're filled with scary costumes. The Christians, my kids have got to dress up. So what am I going to do? She says, we're not going to be monsters or axe murderers. Axe somehow spelled incorrectly. They can dress up as Bible characters, the Ark, or anything with a biblical context. And if they insist on being something a little scarier, let them dress up as a ghost, but write Holy Ghost on their back. I like it because we don't teach the kid why it's wrong. We just like, okay, we'll secretly write Holy Ghost and no one will know. Like, oh my God. She also gives us uh, a way to make Bible bingo for our Halloween after party, after trick-or-treating for all these uh, heathen kids coming. Um... She, again, she's really pushing these Holy Ghost cookies and this Holy Ghost theme. I have a feeling this is how she's themed her house this year because she's very passionate about it. Um, she really solved uh, Halloween for Christians with that one. Um, she's having a fun Christian Halloween celebration. I don't know why this is its own thing. I thought that's what we were talking about, but now we're back. We're back there. Um, she said, you should treat this like every other day. And on every other day, we're sharing the gospel. <laughs> Yeah, I always did that. Um, she says, remember anything the enemy uses for bad, we as God's children can use for God's glory, like Halloween or Christian Halloween, as she calls it now, literally all in caps all the time. I can't. Oh, she also may says make it so they want to come so you can give them the tracks. That was special to me. I liked that. I like her kingdom blogger. I like um, I like how unhinged she was. I like that she didn't really keep with anything she started with. I I don't know. I just there was something unwell about everything I just read there. Um unfortunately, this is about as creative as we're getting. Um some people do say that it's just a holiday. There's a lot of people pushing for that. Um, again, like I said, there's a lot of... I don't know. There's just a lot of discussions on this because a lot of people just don't seem to know what the, the fuck Halloween actually is, if you want me to be honest. And I think that's the biggest issue. I think I'm actually going to close it out with this one because it's 10 alternatives to Halloween. So this kind of goes back to the original. Now we're not having a Christian Halloween. Now we're just making up a new one. This is from a pastor's wife. So you know it's extra holy. You know it's really good. And she's from the the, the South. So you know it's going to be nice and great. So um, she's given us 10 ideas. She starts with reverse trick-or-treating. Honestly, can't believe that's her first one. Not original at all. We're passing it. Then she has tape candy pieces to religious bookmarks or child-friendly tracks and passing them out. Again, you know, we don't have to rewrite the wheel, but we don't need to write a blog post about something that everyone else has already talked about, so skipping attend a fall festival at a local church i actually don't care if anybody does this i mean if your local church like has hay rides and crap and it's free like just go do it who cares like i don't mind that i don't even mind if church has fall festivals i don't like when churches have them as basically these traps to get people to attend that's my issue have a bible character costume party 
stay home with your family and play board games all night. Talk to each other. That's number five. I like that one because you can tell like she's clearly having trouble with her teenage sons. No, no mom writes that if things are going well. Also, if my parents said we're going to have a special Halloween and play board games all night, I'm walking out the house. I don't care. I could walk to my grandma's house. So anyway, that's what I'm doing. That's mm -mm. go door to door collecting cans for the hungry for Thanksgiving. That sounds like a Thanksgiving activity. So we're skipping it. Don't know why she made it Halloween. Have a family communion. I mean, that is sort of metal. You are eating the blood and body of Christ, which is pretty uh, Halloween pilled to me. So, okay, go for it. Have a fall-themed potluck dinner. Only serve foods such as apples, winter squash, and soups. But no pump. Well, I guess they're counting pumpkin as a squash. Whatever. I don't like that she told me what I have to make for that one, so I hate it. Have a family day. Choose your family's favorite activity. Go to the park. Visit a Christian bookstore. Go to eat. She's got to be homeschooling because I went to school on Halloween. Um, She wants you to just make it special have a group hayride where you sing songs praising God. You can go to the local farms to do this. I just realized she assumed we all have hayride abilities. Um, she says that she did grow up trick-or-treating and she grew up doing a lot of things you would never let her children do. When we play with evil, we open the door to our hearts to allow Satan and his demons to come in. We are not to make light of these subjects. We are to reject them wholeheartedly. Things such as witchcraft, mediums, sorcery, and demons. So no tarot rides at the uh, church hayride or tarot rides, tarot readings. I really love it. I have loved planning my Christian Halloween. I did do technically Christian Halloween every year for the first um, every year of my childhood. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm used to all this stuff. Um. I did all the harvesty stuff. I did get to do fall. I My birthday's in October. So it's not like I was, you know, some sort of neglected or abused child. But, you know, some of these things like read the scariest Bible story next to a fire. Like there's no Bible story that actually scares me. There's some that are dark. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think we're doing things like Christians are doing things that other people do and then saying like it's special because it's Christian or different or something. I think that's just kind of unhinged. Um, yeah, I think, what did we learn today? We learned there's some guy writing down your name and address so he can uh, teach you about God, which is inherently crazy. Um, we have parents uh, stumbling around England, pointing to just pumpkins in people's uh, windows, front porches, and being like, oh, this will make up for Halloween and trick-or-treating. Um, I mean, what else do we have? We have a lot we learned. Uh, we learned that, uh, a lot of moms regret trick-or-treating as kids. And even though they got that awesome experience, they will take it from their children with no discussion and no forethought. Um, and we've also learned that we can just tape a Bible verse to any candy, glow stick, tract, anything. And we have officially had a holier Halloween than you. So, I don't know. I do see, like, there is this, and I don't talk about this a lot, but there's this, um, sometimes I'm really, really snarky, but it's because there is this, uh, tone of arrogance in a lot of evangelical stuff, um, in anything I've done with this. It's, you know those people, you know they're wrong, but don't look down on them because they're really lost. But, like, that's a very condescending way to look at people, um, and I mean, I can't, I'm not going to get into everything, but like it, it, it ruins your ability to like view people after a while because everybody's so evil and everybody's so, um, scary and dark and, you know, we just know everything and you're so blessed and blah, like it, it's crazy. And so, um, I don't even know, but it, I, I see that in these articles too. Like, this is how you're going to show these people what like a true good time is. And you're going to show these people that like you are so sanctified and like half the stuff they listed are things like secular, like non-religious people do or people even of other religions do. Like, I have worked, I used to tutor refugees uh, consistently in their college courses and, um, one of the biggest things that 
was confusing for them was like Halloween and like the view of it, um, specifically like their religions didn't have like an answer to it because they didn't have like a I don't even know how to explain it. Like the 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 entire setup of their religion was so different than Christianity for some of the folks that the idea of Halloween didn't even make sense because like what they view as like scary isn't necessarily exactly the same as us um anyway that was kind of rambly but what i'm trying to get at is is like this is these are folks who have not met anyone most of the time outside of their town and if they have they've only met them with the mindset that there's only a certain way to live um and again these are people who think there is basically only one way to live and that is that is kind of the issue um so yeah, I think that's that's my biggest is that that arrogant tone of these people are just so naive they don't know it's evil and we are blessed to know it's it, it is. So that's that. Um I don't know. Sorry, this is kind of chaotic. I did have to give an entire presentation on the commissioner of mental health in the middle of it in another Zoom. So um I thank you all for listening. I, of course, will have another Halloween episode out next week. It will be a banger because Halloween is my favorite. Uh, I know I missed two weeks, but that's because I was, frankly, enjoying myself with, like, real people that I see and, you know, talk to and, like, in the flesh. So, gotta do that, too. Um, I thank you all. Please follow my Instagram at cringevangelical uh underscore pod I have some very dank memes there. Um, even if you listen to this podcast and hate it, You'll probably laugh at my Instagram. I don't know. I have a website, cringevangelical.com. It's horribly not well kept. And I also have a YouTube, um, which I have some stuff uploaded to. I need to get on that again. It just takes forever to upload with the YouTube HD, whatever they do when they upload it. It takes me like hours for a 15-minute podcast. So um, that being said, thank you go watch a good horror movie tonight, I highly, highly suggest you watch Suspiria by Dario Argento. It gives the vibe. I don't know. And then next week is definitely an over the garden wall week because that is the ultimate autumn show. So without further ado, thank you and have a good weekend.